0: We're gonna be reading Ken and Khafai together. Now Kinokhafbez and Khafhe are the first two Kinoys in which in which we begin to openly focus on sorrows of events that were not the Khurban. In Kinokafhei we read about that which happened in worms and mains in the year 1096 by the Crusades, and in that kinnah, we reference al shnei mikdashai ur aro. This is where the line comes from that all calamities, that everything that happens to Kal Yisrael comes from the shnei mikdashai that were destroyed on this day. And it seems that as we think and as we learn and as we read, Slowly, we connect a little bit. And the muscle that comes to mind is if there's a boy that's blind and he tried to explain to him what lightness is, doesn't understand it. tried to paint him a picture of different colors, explain to him. He can't get it. He was blind his entire life. But if there perhaps is a day in which... He could see a little bit. He could see a little bit of color. Maybe one who grew up his whole life in a dungeon without light. There's a little crack that gets open one day and a dot of light comes in. Once there's a little bit of light, once you could see a little bit of color, then you could start describing. And then you could start explaining what light is. What color is. We've lived so long without a base of that Hashem having His house, we can't really even connect to that which we're missing. But hopefully as the day moves on, and as we hear different thoughts, and as we realize that all destruction, as we'll read in the next Kinnah, had its roots in the of Mikdash. It's as if that's a little crack, a little light is slowly coming in, that blind person is starting to see light for the first time. And now as we start to feel it a little bit, now we could continue and we can realize what's really lacking. And we can realize why we really need the Beis HaMikdash. So just a few quick stories before we continue. The square Rebbe, the Nazis came, the Nazis beat him. The Nazis took him to the town square and they decided they're going to make an example of him. And they started beating and punching him and smashed him on the head with the butt of the rifle. His yarmulke falls off and blood is flying everywhere. And he can barely stand, but he goes to reach down to pick up his yarmulke. And the Nazis in Mach are laughing as he finds his yarmulke and he slowly puts it back on his blood drenched head and they start beating him again and they hit him in the chest and he collapses to the floor and again they hit him over the head and again there's more blood and his yamka falls off and this time the blood is flying down his face he can't even see anymore but he's feeling around to look for his yarmulke, to look for something he doesn't want to be there without his head covered and the Nazis are laughing ridicule. how funny the town rove. The Skvera Rebbe sitting there, no yarmulke, blood everywhere, feeling around, trying to find. And he finally finds his yarmulke and he slowly puts it on his head. And again, this time, they hit him and they're not going to let him wear the yarmulke. They realize that's what he wants and they take the yarmulke and they throw it to the dogs to eat up. And they start hitting him and pouncing on him. And he's lying on the floor, no yarmulke, full of blood, barely can move. And then they see his hand moving and reaching into his pocket. With the loud spit of strength, he has a handkerchief. He pulls out the handkerchief and he's not going to let them win. And he slowly puts it on his head, lying there, at least with his head covered. Mesir nefesh seems like a world that we can't understand. And I think many of us, when we hear such stories, think if we were there, we wouldn't be able to do it. My wife's grandfather was a survivor, and one year on Lael Seder, he was telling over different Holocaust stories, and he turned to one of the grandchildren, and in jest he said, if you were there, there's no way you would make it out. And I think that's a feeling that many of us have. That if we would actually go through the Crusades or the Holocaust or any of these terrible events, we wouldn't make it. We don't feel like we have that level of gevura, A level of gevura When in Auschwitz, there was a fight. All the prisoners. And what was the fight about? that one of the prisoners had the audacity to suggest a heichash monasrei in the minyan that they made every night lying in their beds. And they started screaming. That's not the way we do it. For davening. Heichash monasrei. Death in their face. How many of us barely can make it to a minion? Or in the or Ghetto. As they're clearing out the ghetto and everyone's walking, and they add one sadistic treat that they put everyone from different languages in one barrack so no one could talk to each other. And as they're sitting there, no one knows what's going on. One man screams out, Heint is Dishabov. Heint, excuse me, Heint is Yom Kippur. They didn't know anything, but they all heard the word Yom Kippur. And no one knew how to daven. But each person started just saying different parts of the tefillah that they mentioned. One person decided, I'll be the makeshift chazin. And he started saying the words, kol nidre, kol nidre. But he didn't know any of the other words. And they just sat there repeating, kol nidre. And then another kid realized, he remembered the words, and he started repeating the words he remembered. And everyone together, and finally, this midrin, minion in the ghetto, they all remembered one word, Hashem hu'alakim, Hashem hu'alakim. And all together, as they were facing death in the eyes, they all had the gavura and the courage to sit there, Hashem Walakim. And we hear these stories, and we think, us, we, we, would we be able to do that? We could barely do what we could do without facing death in the eye. Without being in terrible pain. But we have to realize, we have to change the clock to more recent times. And I read a diary of a yid who had cancer. And he writes in the diary that he called together his family to tell them the dreadful news. The news that he only had a few months to live. And he called together his children and his wife. And they're all together. And everyone came and they all knew what this meant. And they all started crying. They're going to lose their father and their husband. And he pulled them all together. And they're all waiting. What's he going to tell them? Only a few months to live. Does he have some parting words? Some direction? And they're all sitting there and crying. He gets up. And he starts singing and dancing. Hashem must love me if he's giving me this Messiah. This isn't 50, 100 years ago. This is a son who was Nifter two years ago. And he published, they published his diary of how he wrote with such an Muna and Bitachain. As we mentioned last night, I sat at one of the Leviyas of Meron, and a father could sit there. And last night, when we were singing with the candles in the middle, all I could think of. Was that picture of the candles that they put by the 45 Kaddishim? And when it was sitting there on that low bench, it reminded me of a mace. of a mace that would sit there at the front of a Leviathan. And the father sat there. And to have the Kivurah to say, I have no questions on a Kaddish A boy I know, he's currently 14, he had cancer. And then he finally got better. And then they thought he contracted COVID and he wasn't feeling well and he was throwing up. And his mother was telling my wife, I told the boy, you're okay, the doctor said, you're fine. And the boy said, Ma, I don't feel good, there's something wrong. And the mother said, I kept on telling him, you're okay, you're okay. And finally the kid is throwing up and he's weak and they bring him back to the doctor. And the boy was then after cancer and after being healed, was then diagnosed with leukemia. And then again, a journey, a family with no money, they had to get rides to bring the kid to the hospital. And this boy, now 14, would walk around, bald, with a smile. What are you smiling about? What do you have to smile about? And one day, a bunch of the little kids were making fun of him. One Shabbos afternoon, they're making fun of this boy, a boy that lived through cancer, a boy that lived through leukemia. And they're making fun of him saying, "You're bald, you look silly." And there was a mother that was watching, and the mother couldn't believe what was going on, and this 14-year-old boy is being ridiculed by a bunch of little kids, and everyone thought, he has all the right in the world. He doesn't have to yell at the kids. He could just tell them like, "I'm dying. I have cancer." Or he could just he, he had all the right. Every excuse to say something not nice. And the boy just sat there smiling as the kids made fun of him and then walked away. And later that mother went over to the boy and said, Why why didn't you say something? He said, They're just children. They don't understand. Yes, we do have the Gevura. We do have the strength. And if we wonder, would we be able to make it through the Holocaust? Would we be able to face death in the face? The answer is emphatically yes. Because if we're able to look at all the issues around us, all the temptations and all the difficulties, and day after day keep on going, keep on trying in that world where... The tuma is everywhere and Hashem is that one little dot. And we have the Kayach and the Gvura. We could be those people. A boy the other day said to me, he came back from a hockey game, he said, I feel so bad. I said, why? He said, I hit someone really hard. So I'm thinking, uh-oh, another trip, what do he do to the kid? We're now going to have to deal with this. I said, what happened to the other boy? He said, nothing said I apologized I felt bad but I feel bad it wasn't nice I should not hit him so hard and I drove away and I was thinking to myself you're in the middle of the game so you hit someone it's part of the game a little too hard okay did he get hurt no you apologized and still afterwards you feel bad about what you did yes we do have that kavura Yes, we do have the ability to be real, mature. Anyone who's still sitting here, hungry, tired, uncomfortable, completely not understanding a word that we're saying, trying, trying. Yes, we do have that givura. And we'll conclude with one more story before we read the next kinnah. The kinnah in which we hone in that old tsareis, everything that happens stems from the Beis HaMikdash. A mother of five children from three to seventeen came home and received similar news. She only had a few months to live. And she spent the last few months of her life organizing, planning, putting everything in order so that when she will no longer be there, her husband, her children will be able to continue. And she made plans for who's going to make supper and who's going to do the laundry and who's going to wash the dishes and who's going to drop off the kids. Everything. And the day came, al Etzlan, and she was Niftaris. And the Levaya was heart-wrenching. Five little children, the oldest 17, the husband, now a single man, Dealing with five kids, all ages, a household, a job. But he did it. And they got through. And day after day, this one made the supper. And this one did the laundry. And this one did the drop off. And a few months later, the single man's mother came to visit her son. See how's he really doing? He hears from the kids, the house is functioning. But she wondered, how is it possible? And she comes to visit. And she sees. It's amazing. A well-oiled machine. The chart. The directions. This kid. Everyone to perfection. Finally, they put all the kids to sleep. And late at night, the mother sits down with her son. And perhaps for the first time in the last few months, He broke down, crying. Everything was just moving so fast. Yes, it was in order, and yes, things were working, and yes, the kids were fed, and yes, the kids were going to school. But finally now, after his mother witnessed it all, he sat down, and the world just crashed upon him when he realized what his life, the tragedy that he was living, Perhaps as we sit here and we could slow down life a little bit. I don't think anyone is living such a nightmare. But everyone at some point of their life is on that roller coaster just going through the motions and continuing and continuing and continuing. But when we realize we don't have the Beis HaMikdash, we realize that we're living through that world of tragedy. We're realizing that everything that happens is not the way it's supposed to be. And we have to realize, as we read about the Crusades, and we read about the terrible persecution, and as we think of the different stories of the Holocaust, and as we come to think, could I do it? Would I be able to attend that minion, putting my life at risk? We do that much more. Because we all know when it's a one-time event, we can rise to the challenge. But to do it day in and day out, that's a much greater level of Mesir as nefesh As we heard yesterday in the shul the Mesir as nefesh of living life like a Yid, not necessarily only dying Al-Kiddush Hashem. So we all could realize, do we have that Kivura to hold our tongue, to do what's right, to dive in, to learn more than anyone else. And if we wonder, are we going to be the ones to bring that Beis HaMikdash as that clock ticks down and we're at like the 65 year time left according to the tour? The answer is of course. Because we have such little bit that we feel and yet we keep on doing it. So many difficulties. So we pause and let us take in the world, the life that is indeed a tragedy. Let us realize the Sqalana put out that handkerchief, his level of Mesir nefesh the minion in the barracks, the Kol nidre. We really are doing that much more and resolve to keep on and do a little bit more. And when we have the thoughts of, I can't, I don't have that power, we realize that within all the tsaris, within all the terrible things that keep on happening to us, we keep on going forwards, we keep on getting stronger, we keep on lifting those weights. And ultimately those tsaris will be there for a purpose. We'll begin with kinakh bees, and then we'll read straight into kinachov hei, the two kinas in which we focus on all the destructions that happened since the korban B Sanita.